Yeah, I, I, I get, where, do we have a petitioner here? Oh, where is he? No, I, I know, but I just, so when we get started here, okay. We're ready to get started whenever you are, Chairman okay. Dugan. Let's, let's, let's rock and roll. Uh, good morning, this is uh, the date and time for the Clark County Board of Equalization. This meeting has been properly noticed and posted. Let's do roll call. Tim? No, it's Scott Dugan. Oh, oh here. Timothy Albert. Tim Albert, here. Tammy Campa, here. Patrick Egger. Here. Kelly Wade. Okay, great. Uh, let's adopt the agenda. Can I get a motion, please? So moved. Okay, we got a vote, right? Okay. Everybody voted? Kelly, you vote? You did? Okay. Okay. Who are we missing? Motion passed. Oh, motion passed. Thank you. Okay, great. Public, public comment. comment. Okay. Not a lot of public. So, all right. So, at this point, let's swear in the petitioners and members of the assessor's staff. Please stand and face the clerk. Where, where's the petitioner? Yeah. Come on down here. You're the only one so far, so let's get you down here where we can see you, please. I don't know what it is about the back of the room everybody likes, you know? No, we're not ready for you, but grab a seat down here and stand up and be sworn in, please, sir. Thank you. Do you solemnly swear that the testimony you are about to give during the course of this hearing is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Thank you. Um, so at this point, we're going to uh, get a statement from a District Attorney. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. The County Board of Equalization may determine the value of any property the county assessor assesses and may change and correct any valuation found to be incorrect to make it conform to the taxable value of the property. Any taxpayer who claims overvaluation of its real or secured personal property by reason of undervaluation or non-assessment of another taxpayer's property within any county of the state may appeal to the County Board of Equalization in the county where the property is located concerning the assessed value and present evidence. If the County Board of Equalization finds merit in the complaint, it shall increase the value of the property complained of to conform to its taxable value. A taxpayer who believes that his or her property was assessed at a higher value than another property, identical in use and comparable in location, may appeal the assessment to the County Board of Equalization. If the board finds that an inequity exists in the assessment of the value of the land or improvements or both, the board may add to or deduct from the value of the appellant's land or improvements or both or to the property to which it is compared to equalize the assessment. 
A taxpayer who believes that the full cash value of his or her property is less than its taxable value computed for the current assessment year may appeal to the County Board of Equalization. If the board agrees, it may correct the land value or fix a percentage of obsolescence to be deducted from the taxable value of improvements or both to equalize the taxable and full cash value. A public officer cannot act on a matter that would reasonably be affected by the public officer's commitment in a private capacity without disclosing information in public to the chair and other members of this body. In addition, a public officer shall not vote upon or advocate the passage <coughs> or failure of a matter with respect to which the independence of judgment of a reasonable person in the public officer's situation would be materially affected by the officer's acceptance of a gift or loan, the officer's significant pecuniary interest, or the officer's commitment in a private capacity to the interests of another person. Thank you, Sarah. So let's introduce the board. Mr. Albert. Uh, Tim Albert. I'm a certified residential appraiser. 43 years of experience, last 34 here in Las Vegas. Mr. Ager. Patrick Ager, certified general appraiser. I've been appraising for about 50 years here. Long time. M Mr. Wade. Kelly Wade, certified residential appraiser, designated member of the Appraisal Institute, been appraising in Las Vegas Valley a little over 40 years. Ms. Campa. Tammy Campa, I'm a certified general appraiser. I'm also a real estate broker. I've been in real estate and appraising for about 40 years. Thank you. My name is Scott Dugan. I'm a certified general appraiser, uh, member of the Appraisal Institute, and I've been appraising over 50 years. So I'm kind of the old timer in the, in the room, I think. Thanks, everybody. Okay, so let's do the uh, discussion and possible action on 2023-2024 and 2024-2025, assess the recommendations. Actually, Chairman Dugan, we have some general business real oh. quick before you start that. Okay, sorry. Okay, so on uh, page two, um, we have case 1422 that has been withdrawn and case 1209 that has been stipulated in addition to the ones that are already marked on oh. your agenda. Okay, so we're gonna add those two to the yeah, recommendation. Yes, 1422 withdrawn and 1209 stipulated. So we're gonna add that to the possible action. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, can I get a motion? So moved. Okay, who's cast your votes? You don't have to vote on that yet because we're going to vote on the agenda at the end. At the end? Okay. Yes. We just, I just wanted you to mark your, your agenda so that you know that those, those items have, are going to be identified in that way. Okay, thank you. Uh, review of procedure rules relative to presenting appeals. Well, do we have to withdraw that vote? No, no, we don't have to. We're, we're not taking a vote. Uh, what we'll do is we'll call your name since you're going to be the only appellant here and what you'll do is you'll come up here Give us your name and address for the record and then what we'll do is we'll have Dallas Familiarize us with the property then we'll let you put your case on and then we'll let Dallas the assessor's office put their case on and what we try to do Now is not a lot of bantering back and forth with multiple people speaking at the same time because it's difficult for the clerk to address all these back and forth with people. So we try to be respectful to each other. Uh, we'll give you plenty of time to put your case on. Um, okay. 
General administrative. We did the general administrative. We did. We skipped over that. So we can call case 1431. Perfect. Case 1431. Mr. Traub. Good morning. Grant Traub, 22 Oro Valley, Henderson, Nevada. Thank you. Dallas? Uh, good morning. Uh, the case uh, begins on page 1431. In, in the master, master book? book? I'm sorry. The uh, case 1431 begins on page uh, 1430 in the master book. And the subject is a 3,848 square foot, two-story, built in 2003, situate, situated on a 0.23-acre lot with um, backing the HOA open space. The amenities include a three-car garage, pool, and spa with waterfall features, uh, generally located in the Anthem Country Club subdivision in Henderson, and the assessor recommends a reduction of taxable value to $990,000 based on market sales analysis and equity analysis. Okay, thanks, Dallas. Okay, Mr. Traub. Am I limited by time? It says three minutes right here. Typically, yeah, but since we don't have a, a lot of appellants, I'll, I'll give you a few extra minutes. Uh, thank you uh, for uh, considering my case. Uh, also want to, just in an abundance of uh, transparency, uh, let everyone know that I work for a company called Colliers International. And uh, I think there's two or three people on on, the, on your board that handle commercial, but I don't see any of them here, so I don't think there's any conflict. Uh, they didn't help me prepare this case other than explain the process. Well, you're the homeowner though, right? I am the homeowner. Okay, that's fine. Yep. So my name is Grant Traub. Uh, I bought the house new in 2003. Great community. Um, and um, the uh, I prepared something. Um, I first gave a, a spreadsheet to Dallas, and then I did an expanded spreadsheet, which uh, I have 10 copies of. Uh, so all except for one of these houses on the spreadsheet are my exact model within a block of my house. So, so let me ask you, is this a market value or is this an equity? He did check the equity box, and uh, I had recommended a reduction based on uh, market I had also, and equity. So it's a combination. We'd looked at the equity um, issue that he's talking about <coughs> and determined in uh, correlation with the market that it should be reduced. Okay, and you don't like the value they're reducing it to? Correct. Okay, go and, ahead. And I'm not exactly familiar about what box I checked or what that means. Uh, I've never done this before, but um, uh, so what I did is I looked at my house, which is the top of the spreadsheet, um, the land assessed land value, the assessed improvement value of 247, the net assessed value of 332, the amount of taxes being paid. I don't know if that you even consider that. We don't uh, do taxes. Yeah, you don't do taxes. Um, if it has a pool or if it has a jacuzzi, if there's other other conditions, uh, so um, most of the, you could see from which houses have pools, which ones don't, um, which have um, either built-in barbecue, and because when I spoke to Dallas, he explained to me that uh, my assessment is higher because my pool's bigger. 
uh, one of the reasons. Um, and so I just tried to give clear data, uh, the best that I could pull off the, uh, from, from the assessor's website and from Gizmo. And, and it looks like the, the average of the similar properties, the, the average uh, assessed value is 219 and I'm at 247 for improvement. And so I kind of calculated the difference in assessment. Um, but there's a little bit of a backstory too to my situation. So I bought the house in 2003. Uh, sometime, I, maybe seven, maybe 10 years ago, I don't exactly know when, uh, the house was put into my trust. So, you know, a exempt transaction. But at that point, um, which I wasn't aware of, is when they do that, they, uh, I believe the procedure with the assessor is they remove the cap for it being an owner-occupied property, and then it goes to the 8% cap category. Well, no, you're, if you're owner-occupied, it's a 3%. So 8%, if you had it as a rental. Uh, when the, he, I believe Dallas told me when my house was transferred into my trust, that they just consider that a transfer like a sale and they automatically put it into the 8% no. category. No, that's not right. Did, did I misunderstand what you said? Well, Dallas? wait a minute. So let's just finish your oh, portion okay, okay. and then we'll let Dallas put on his case. Sure. We haven't heard anything. So, sure. so, so um, in my conversation with Dallas, to the best of my understanding, there was a period of time where my property tax was at the 8% cap level. It wasn't escalating at 8%. Dallas knows what it was, but it was above 3% for several years, even though I should have qualified for the 3% cap. And then the, the assessor's office is amazing. If you call them and you tell them this, they say, great, we'll get you a letter and they'll change it. I just was a little negligent in checking that paperwork when it comes every year. So there was, a, there was several years where it was escalating at a, at a higher excess. Right, but Grant, we can't go back and fix that. I'm not asking that. Okay. I'm just asking if you can reassess uh, my improvement value to something that's in line with all of the houses in my neighborhood that have the same exact model and some, some, some have pools, some of them don't, and you can see that right here. Well, some have view lots, some don't, right. and, and there's a lot of differences, so let's let Dallas uh, put on his case and see what we can say sure. and do. All right, thank you. Um, the market, I, although this is an equity appeal, I'm gonna start with the market analysis first. Um, the market analysis can be found on page 1438. And <clears throat> the comparable sales were selected based on similar characteristics and location. Three model match sales and one model match listing are included all of their sales in proximity. The adjustments made for view, time, and updates uh, were, were uh, calculated, and the recommendation based on the evidence is to reduce to 990, uh, 990,000. Um, just to state with uh, regards to the issues with the tax cap, we do not generally have anything to do with what an owner gives to us and when they give us the tax cap information. Um, there was a title change to this property back in 2017. Generally, when that happens, the, the primary residence tax cap is required to be updated. Um, I'm not sure if that happened or not, but looking back at his tax taxes from um, history, it 
was not for a period of time on as a primary residence. Um, so it was increasing at 8% per year. It, you know, it never did increase up to 8%, but there was a year um, uh, basically in 2018, or 2000, excuse me, 2017 is when the title transfer happened, um, and that would require a tax cap adjustment. Uh, but in 2017, our tax cap was only 2.6%, so it didn't matter whether anybody had uh, classified primary or not. Um, 2018, it was 4.2%, so that would have been a little higher than the 3%. 2019, it was 4.8%. In 2020, it was 6.7%. And then, apparently, he had realized something was not right, and since that time, it's been adjusted as much as we can do to get it back to his primary residence moving forward from that point. <coughs> okay, so with that said, um, you can find an equity analysis on page 1439. Um, now, I'm sorry, let's go back to 1438. Just my, the, my number um, value that I had recommend at 990, so you can see that those, those comparables are all in the subject neighborhood and four out of the five are model matches. So uh, the last uh, comp five is a current listing. It's just on the MLS for $1.2 million. So it's you know, not a sale, but, but it does indicate uh, potential. Um, 1439 is the equity comps. Now I didn't get this expanded uh, sheet like everybody here. Um, so I don't really can't analyze it, you all of it. Yeah, um, from what I've been told though, the assessed values are a year prior. Uh, they're not today's assessed values. So, um, but with that said, what he gave me in his in initial appeal is on page 1439. And so looking at those, they are all model matches. The starting point um, is the same on all of those comps. $183.90 a square foot. It's based on Marshall and Swift. We use 1.5% depreciation per age. So most of those sales, uh, or excuse me, most of those uh, equity comps are built in 2003 or 2004. So there's going to be a little bit of a difference in depreciation uh, based on one and a half percent. And then the other thing that creates his, um, his total price per square foot higher than all those comps that are listed there were, uh, yes, his pool. His pool, if you look to column, well, it's, it's under taxable values. It's on the, the right-hand side. It says extra features. And it's on, in his, it says 63,206. That, what that number represents is that represents the pool, uh, you know, anything that's uh, a spa, um, any other additional elements that are not part of this main structure. So it, when you're looking at this, that 63,000 represents a, a sizable pool and spa. Some of those others, as you go down that column, the only two others in this equity analysis are um, comps three and four, which have, they do have smaller pools, about half the size 
of his, but their extra features are 47,000 and 44,000. So we, are, we don't have any premiums in this, you know, at least in this equity comps that I've been given that, that are for viewed or anything other like that. It seems like in this neighborhood, or at least the, the comps that I was given, our lot values are all the same. Okay, Dallas. So, Dallas, where do we get, I mean, the extra features, is that just for the swim features, or is that landscaping, everything? What is it? Yeah, it's going to be, um, typically, it's, it's um, paving, front yard paving, it's um, uh, irrigation, it's uh, pool and spas, features in the back. Now, I may, I believe, let's see. It's not for, it would be for the wall, uh, shared walls, um, but it's, um, that's what it is. It's not for anything really else. It's not really landscaping. We don't, uh, landscaping per se is not necessarily taxable. So, so this 63,000 has been on it since 2000 when he put the pool in, in five, four, five, or six? Mr. Mr. Chair, uh, Jamie Jacobs for the record. Go, Jamie. I can direct you to a page that will show that. Um, first, let me have you go to page uh, 1445, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Tripp, but that's the, the subject's photos? Yes, that is. Okay, so you can see the, the uh, larger pool there in, in the picture. And then if you go to page uh, 1447, that's the start of our property record card. Um, and then the more detail is on the next page. 1448, and as the board is aware, but just to maybe educate the petition a little bit, we do start with the cost approach. And so you can see under extra features at the bottom of page 1448, the detail of the pool, and it is by, by size. So again, the larger pools will be uh, assessed higher. We've got the uh, attached spa, and then some cool decking around there that look pretty elaborate in the, the pictures. And so, so we use the cost approach as a starting point, less the depreciation of 1.5% per year, plus the market value for the land. Again, all the land values are the same, so that really wasn't an issue. And so then we tested against the market, and that's why uh, Mr. Tripp included the market grid and did recommend a reduction based on market. But if, if we're not exceeding market, even you know it's gonna be his pool, is, it's gonna cost more than others. That's really all it is. And you're not giving them anything for backing up to that desert terrain landscape? That would be, be part of the land value, if that was anything. Yeah, well, but that, no. land values are all the same. It's yeah, not. I have a question on that. I have a, I have a question. You got uh, 46 and 44 Stonemark Drive both have strip views, but the lots, the land value is the same. I don't understand that. How can the land value be the same? Both of those properties have city views. Well, um, not this, just that. Not, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not the land appraiser in this in no, this location, I'm, I'm but and I don't even know what the extent the strip views are because these, if there were strip views, they're going to be on the. You got to get to the. You got a balcony, and you got to be able to peek your head over some houses, but uh, they're not strip views as I would think of as strip views. But if they our strip views according to the MLS listings, which you could probably look on the MLS listings to see that, but, it, but if they were, I would imagine that they would be, yeah, they would be more valuable than the ones without strip views. Dallas, I got a question for you. Um, 
We've been focusing on the extra features, but the building assessed value is also quite a bit higher than the other ones cited. Mm -hmm. What's the reasoning for that? Yeah, so the reason for that um, is because this some in this neighborhood, some like, and we were, uh, Jamie was referencing page, uh, 1448. 1445, I believe, is where the subject is. And so the base in this neighborhood is a property that has tile flooring. And um, when in this neighborhood, if any of the uh, properties where when they got added in 2003 had like marble or travertine, then we would that would be a increased cost. And so that contributes to the the property record cards being higher cost than another property with tile flooring. Is that the same with the built-ins? Correct. See there too? Yeah, with any semi-custom neighborhood, it's you're, we're going to do the best we can to to capture uh, some of those features. But uh, you know, in this case, the if from my, from what I could gather, the reason that his was higher was mainly because he had. Um, more marble flooring than some of the other. Well, now, I, and I, I will say that's I'm not going to buy that with a <laughs> 20, 20, 21 year old house. And I, I mean, agree with any, you. Anybody sir. buying this house is going to totally remodel it and put mm -hmm. everything brand new all the way down to the studs and up. Right. And that's what our market analysis does. Our market analysis really wipes all those cost items away and we're comparing it to whatever they're selling for. So the real question I have is the five comparables are all under, on the building under 700, and ours is at 760, and, you know, you want to tell me we have a larger pool, but we have depreciation, which has been taken into account, I'm going to assume, but we started out higher than anybody else, and, if, and I'll bet you money if I go back and look at 22 Oro Valley and look at some of these others at the purchase prices originally, there's not going to be any difference. Except for when you put the pool in. So I, I don't know. I, I, it just looks to me like, just personally, the extra features is higher than anybody else, and it doesn't make any sense. That's my opinion. Members of the board? I thought then we'd compare that to the market value to see if that makes a difference. We would compare the depreciated cost approach to the market to see whether it exceeds full cash value. And if you go to page 1438, where they do the comparable sales analysis, they put him at the lowest end. end of all of them. And if I may just interject just one thing. The original notice was 1050357 So the 990 is me, me recognizing that the marble floorings of 50 some odd thousand additional don't mean anything. Well, and how about how about the fact that the pool's larger and the cost of water is, is excessive today, so the cost of the, the now, contributory yeah. value of the pool could be significantly less. Now that, you know, as far as the pool size compared to the neighbors, you know, was 47 versus 63, a $10,000 difference. Well, 47 versus 63 is uh, 16,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the comparables, <coughs> the equity comparables, the other two had pools. The, both of those pools were in the area of 300 square foot, 
his was in the area of 500 square foot. And so that caused the, when you look at the, this is on page 1439, um, the two, the only two equity comps that he had provided at the time were, uh, that had pools were those two and they were, uh, let's see. And one of the problems with these properties in here is you're getting to the point where they're all being totally remodeled. They're bought by flippers. They go in and put a half a million, 600,000 in and sell them for 2 million or even more, two to two and a half million. Uh, so the question is, number three and four are a million 137.5 and a million 125. Both model matches, both with pools. And are probably the most comparable, and you adjust out at nine ninety seven hundred and a million eighty seven thousand five hundred. So I'm not sure the nine ninety exceeds full cash value based on the information provided. I'm I just uh, I, I get that the features are high, but I'm not sure the market value exceeds uh, the value at this point in time. Members of the board, anything else? But. Is he going on equity? Or going yeah, on he wants value? equity. So, He's I mean, it is, a, it is your right to, the, as the board feels, that you want to bring this down to be in the median of everybody else. You know, that's your, that's. So you your, want to bring it down 16,000 to 47,000? Um, Mr. Dugan, um, but again, we're, we're talking two different things. Market, he's reducing the 990 yeah. for market. And, and so. Um, that's kind of addressing uh, the difference between 1050 to 990 would be really, you know, the taking you already that took difference it into consideration. In, in, as far as the equity portion. You already did it. Yeah. By lowering it to 990 from the Correct. million 50. Yep. Members of the board, go ahead, Grant. I, I don't exactly know what I checked or what the meaning is of checking well, equity. Well, it's too late for that. Oh, okay. That's but, not our job. That's... Dallas's job, you to talk to him, and this piece of paper you gave us should have been turned into Dallas a week ago, oh, so that he could have discussed it and analyzed it. And we see the issue. The extras show higher, but you do have a larger pool, um, and I'm sure Dallas didn't look at the house, right, Dallas? No, just on the MLS, and I didn't go into his property uh, physically. Okay. That MLS was like in 2008 or something when uh, the contract of sale that didn't go through? Or yeah, um, I looked at everything that I could regarding anything that was posted on MLS regarding his property. I would okay. have looked at all the pictures. So I guess where my confusion is, I understand the market value seems to be in line. But is the, and Jamie was indicating, so is that changing the assessed improvement value that I see on this sheet in front of me that he just turned in? Or, it would. Or the one that yeah. you, will yeah. it change it down? It would, you would have to just reduce the 247, which that's an assessment, you know, and, and it would be reduced, and I don't know the exact numbers, but it would re be reduced from, from 257 to 990, and that's all improvement value. That's everything, you know, the difference of that is would be improvement value. So, so let me ask you this on 10 Oro Valley, that your number comp one in the market mm -hmm. section, mm -hmm. right? Sold for 980. Okay. Will the subject, after we vote on this, if that 990 that we say that you have on there, we agree with that with you, will his assessed value total 
even though it doesn't have a pool, has a little bit of strip view, looks a little nicer on the inside, would it then have a similar assessed, total assessed value to the subject? Uh, I believe it will. That's, uh, if that yeah. happens, then I'm fine. Yeah, I believe that. it will. It's, um, you know, it, it, again, it's, it, there are going to be some different factors uh, right. regarding how many plumbing fixtures one has versus another, which, you know, contributes to value. But, but the base, on all of them, the base is exactly the same. The starting point on all these per square footage is the same. Yeah. Well, I'm um, just wondering is because yeah. I have this list. That and you, we you will. Know. We, yes. And that, I mean, because of the issue that was stated regarding the equity, we looked at it, and we're going to address it, and we have addressed it, and I think So it'll be a little more in line with yeah, this 10 Oral Valley. Yeah, thing. when he gets his value next year, it's going to be more in line okay. than it was this year. Is right. he going to have to come back every year? I hope not, but, <laughs> but we'll Chairman. look at it every year if he does. Yes, Marianne. Uh, Chairman Dugan, yes, I just want to answer Mr. Albert's question. Whenever you do a reduction, um, when we recommend a reduction, it always comes off the improvement value first, unless we look at the land and we feel the, you feel the land is wrong and you want to do a reduction on the land. So it will adjust his improvement value, but it will be an adjustment just for this year. Um, the, the values that you're seeing are based on replacement costs. So the, the idea of trying to prove that it's inequitable would just be in this instance if you felt we had picked something up that was in error if we identified the pool wrong if we have the square footage wrong on the pool the costs are the costs based on what is in the system and so if you feel the cost came out too high and you feel like the cost is lower than that but we are valuing all properties throughout the entire valley um, based on marshall and swift the adjustment based on the 990,000 that is being recommended will reduce the improvement value, so it will bring it more in line. So it'll, bring, it'll make it equitable. Yeah, but it will just be for this year. The replacement cost will be valued again next year, unless we identify there's a problem with the record. If there's a problem with the record, the square footage of the building uh, is wrong, or the square footage of the pool is wrong, or the class of the pool is wrong, something like that, um, we wouldn't be adjusting that. It, it would just, next year it would be the same thing. So. And the other thing I want to make sure the board's understanding is this page that he pointed out, first of all, it's in assessed value, and these are 23, 24 values. This is not the value that we're looking at right now. Correct. The values we're looking at right now are for 24, 25. These are not the proper values to be that are being appealed this year. Right. And so it's important when you make your decision, you're understanding that and recognizing those values for the 24, 25 year. Thank you. Okay, members of the board. Go ahead, one more time, Grant. Thank you, last time. So just, just a couple comments. Um, I, I didn't mean to mislead anyone. I just pulled the information. No, we understand that. But just, uh, for your, just for your information, we're talking about, not, we're not talking about a lot of change in value here. Even if we were to, first of all, they've already lowered you 60,000, so that takes care of the extras. To 990 from a million 50, okay? The fact that you think it's worth less than 990, I think is wrong because I think it's worth that all day long. Like an investor, you put it on the market and it'd sell like tomorrow for that price. We have presently in this market, we have an undersupply of inventory and an oversupply of buyers and they're wanting to buy properties in guard gated communities all day long. A flipper will buy this, spend a half a million or 600,000 fixing it and put it on the market for 2.2 to 2.5. I don't, and sell I, I it for $600 a square foot all day long. I, I don't disagree. 
The, okay. The, the only other comment, though, regarding the larger pool is I, my house does not have a built-in barbecue, so when I put together this spreadsheet, I try to include that other houses have a smaller pool, but they have built-in barbecue or outdoor kitchen. I don't know if that makes a difference or not. Now, it's, it's an, it makes a difference to a buyer profile, possibly, but if I'm a buyer, I could care less about a barbecue. I'll put my own in. Well, I'm just asking about assessed value. Like, yeah. Does that make yeah. a difference? I, I, you know, <laughs> but it's negligible and really doesn't change yeah. this board's opinion. We probably have 200 years of appraising yeah. in front of you. My, my last question is if I, if I take out my marble and travertine, which is kind of an albatross today, and put in LVT, would that then come back next year and say, could you reassess it? Mr. Well, Dugan, yeah, I, think I'm getting taxed. I think I'm getting overly taxed for I, I, albatross improvements. We're, we're not here to, to discuss what you can and can't do. You can do anything you want to that house. You're, you're a fee simple owner. So if you want to take that stuff out and put the luxury vinyl in, it's much more attractive, I think, and it's going to outlast you and me. Okay? And that's a personal preference thing. Go ahead, Jamie. To just answer his question, yeah, since we are assessing for marble, he removes our marble, we would remove that off and change the flooring that's already built into our cost. So that would, you know, once he's does that, that, have him call the office and then we can uh, correct the record to reflect no more mar marble and, and reduce the assessed value. You know, just personally, you guys are really hung up on marble <laughs> and stone. <laughs> Again, that's... No, I'm not. Because you we're know, cost Especially eight. when it's 20 plus years old. It doesn't mean right. anything to me. Okay, members of the board, what's your pleasure? Um, I'll make a motion to keep the assessor's value of 990, given that it's going to equal out the uh, assessed value there. And um, that's it. And that they already lowered it $60,000 and it does not exceed full cash value. Um, yeah, I want to say too, you, you made a good point and I think they addressed it. I mean, what you said is, Correct. There was that little 4% instead of 3% or 2%, but I think that they did correct that, and they, for some reason, also didn't give you a bump for your much better lot. I think you've got a really nice property, so. And you got a great view lot, backing up to that desert open terrain, just in it, our opinion. It is nice. It's Cast your votes. Now, you do have the right, if we don't, if we pass this, you have the right to appeal this to the state board if you want. The papers are at the back desk on the left-hand side. I, I just can't understand why my assessment's so much higher, but I guess that's been discussed, so. It, it, it has, but that's gonna change because they've lowered it a little. So my taxes are gonna go down next year? I don't talk about taxes. This is a board of equalization. We have nothing to do with the treasurer's office. <coughs> Who's not voted? Oh, everybody voted. We did concur with the assessor. You do have the right to appeal it to the state board. Um, but Dallas, you'll get with him and tell him what it is. Right? Yeah, we, we talked okay, quite good. a bit before this meeting as well. So I'll, I'll Okay, great. Talk to him. Thank, Thank you, you very for much time. for your courtesy, Thank Grant. You. Thank you. Okay. All right. So I know. So let me get back to where I'm supposed to be. So, okay. 
All right, so let's... Uh, so we do public comment. Uh, before we do that... Um, Discussion? We need, to, we need you to vote on oh, all, all the, the cases that remain on the agenda that have been stipulated, withdrawn, or uh, that we had no show today. Okay. Patrick? Move? No, so, or make a motion. I'll make a motion to approve. All of the additional information on the agenda and the lack of uh, petitioners uh, present. Please cast your votes. Motion carries, thank you very much. Public comment, seeing no public, I guess, oh, you wanna talk about, what is it, Thursday? Uh, yes, I can give you the numbers. Please, so I know that this board will be meeting on Thursday. We currently have 29 cases left. Um, we do have a hearing on Wednesday. The commercial board it has 69 cases. And just for the rest of the hearing dates, the 22nd, there are 48 cases uh, currently left. For the 26th, there's 117. For the 28th, there's 38 cases for a total of 306 cases left to be resolved. Thursday is our last residential board. Thursday is the last residential board, that's correct. Perfect, okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Sarah, everybody, Zesser staff, and have a lovely yeah. day. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. You got a meeting adjourned. You got a meeting adjourned.